hands are just wrecking you and sure the thing I don't need to walk around in circles Walk around in circles Walk around in circles Walk around in
forgot to get two. And so I amplify one, two, and so I amplify the electrified two. And so I amplify one, two, and so I amplify when you got to get two. And so I amplify one, two, and so I Still midnight here for another week of bangers. This was Mike Doty. Well, this is soul coughing, but um, Mike Doty is the lead singer, who I also saw yesterday at the Great American Music Hall. Great show. They like opened up the set with my favorite song, which was great. And they weren't playing anything. They're like doing a soul coughing, um, soul coughing fucking how would you say that they were like playing one of the albums i don't know what that's uh what you officially call that though but it was ruby vroom uh that was the album that they played it's pretty fucking good i've got to say they sound like the band was pretty on point some of the synth stuff was he's getting really like really heavy into the synth i would say but it's fine this fucking great singer. He still sounds the exact same after all this time, which is very crazy. Um, but yeah, great show. I like highly, highly suggest checking him out. His solo stuff is actually really good too. I mean, he wrote all the songs for, or most of the songs it seems for Soul Coughing. So I mean, it would make sense. He like really, they broke up like very, dude, they broke up when I was starting middle school. Yeah, I would have been starting middle school. So I would have just been discovering them when they broke up because uh, he was like, the band is encouraging his heroin addiction and it's like, fuck those people. And it was a really nasty breakup. That sucks though. I would really like to see the whole band. But yeah, that was uh, Circles and Rolling by Soul Coffee. Also playing in the background. Oh, I don't know. Uh, today, like that show really got me pumped because it was like seeing a band that literally would have never imagined when I discovered this by like, discovered this band by staying up late at night one day and seeing the music video and becoming like obsessed with his voice and the music would never guess i would move to san francisco and see them out here like every single band i've wanted to see ever since i was a kid like has played here in the last two years which is fucking great um but yeah i think i'll play something along this track maybe i don't like we were trying to define this type of music the other day and i think you could say it's like acid rock or you know, like, it'd be similar to something like the Starlight Mints. It's definitely similar to Beck, who is... I don't actually don't know what Beck is classified as spoken word. I don't fucking know. Uh, but, yeah, it's pr I think it's similar to, like, really early Beck stuff. But, uh, no, I think it's, like, this. I used to be, like, it's crazy. I was obsessed with this album. Like, 
I know every single song on this album. Like, honestly, it's not very hard because most of it is just him repeating the same thing. But still, it's like fucking bangers. It reminded me of so much like old stuff that I used to listen to, like Starlight Mints and um, fuck, what else? And Beck, I guess. But yeah, man, great, great album right there. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll stay on the same track. Maybe some like acid rock. I was I was thinking just shit I used to listen to when I was a kid, but honestly, that'd be like a lot of Daft Punk. I think I was really into Counting Crows. There's like some parking lot song that I was like fucking obsessed with. Probably like yeah, it'd be a lot of metal too. Probably like or like pop, pop punk, pop metal, like The Offspring or some shit like that. I don't know, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I think up next we're gonna play some of the specials who are also coming to town next week. I'll be at that show. Er, next month, I guess May. No, next month isn't May, it's April. Whatever, the specials are coming to town soon. Pretty sure it's gonna, sim- I don't know. I don't know how popular the specials are. I hope it sells out, because fucking great band. That's like when Skull was actually good. Um, and then we'll play some like Interpol, some Beck, some Starlight Mint, Scott Walker. If you've never heard any of Scott Walker, I really think you're in for a treat. I really like that guy. Uh, and some La Luz. We'll figure it out. We'll find something good to play. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is. Oh, maybe I should. Yeah, I'll let this song play one more time because it's so good. It is fucking fantastic song if you can't guess it's about rolling so i'm gonna let this play through enjoy
on the splinters. One day I should become a singer with a Spanish bum who sings for women of great virtue. I'd sing to them with a guitar I borrowed from a coffee bar. Well, what you don't know doesn't hurt you. My name would be Antonio, and all my bridges I would burn. And when I gave them some, they'd know I'd expect something in return. I'd have to get drunk every night and talk about virility with some old grandmama who might be decked out like a Christmas tree. And though pink elephants I'd see, though I'd be drunk as I could be, still I would sing my song to me about the time they called me Shaggy. If I could be for only an hour, if I could be for an hour every day, if I could be for just one little hour, a cute, cute, in a stupid-ass way. And if I joined the social world, became procurer of young girls, and I would have my own bordellos. My record would be number one, and I'd sell records by the ton, all sung by many other fellows. My name would then be Handsome Jack, and I'd sell boats of opium, whiskey that came from Twickenham, authentic queers and phony virgins. If I had banks on every finger, finger in every country, and all the countries ruled by me, I'd still know where I'd want to be. 
Locked up inside my opium den, surrounded by some Chinamen. I'd sing the song that I sang then about the time they called me Shacky. If I could be for only an hour, if I could be for an hour every day, if I could be for just one little hour, a cute, cute, in a stupid ass way. Now tell me, wouldn't it be nice that if one day in paradise I'd sing for all the ladies up there And they would sing along with me, we'd be so happy there to be Cause down below is really nowhere And if my name were Juniper, then I would know where I was going And then I would become all-knowing, my beard so very long and If I became deaf, dumb, and blind Because I pitied all mankind And broke my heart to make things right I'd know that every single night When my angelic work was through The angels and the devil too Would sing my childhood song to me About the time they called me Shaggy If I could be for only an hour If I could be for an hour every day If I could be for just one little hour Cute, cute, in a stupid-ass way
plan I have been playing too long And my capacities are dwindling So they're gone, gone, gone And I said, everything is going on later on, get hold of your dad's dictionary and look under the word contraception and under the word fun and under these two words you'll find four words too much too young you done too much much too young
Crap. Right here, so Rico and Dick. It's your girl. It's your girl. <laughs> it's your fucking girl. Amanda Guest. I mean, I meant Cherry Glazer. <laughs> <laughs> it's your girl. Amanda Guest and Cherry Glazer are both in the studio. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking. Ooh, I should have invited. I should have tried. Okay, from now on, whenever I go to a show, I'm going to try and get an interview. So I can write something yeah. for the newsletter. Because I had the opportunity to speak to Dodie yesterday. And I was like, oh, well, I just want to tell you that, like, I watched you when I was, like, a kid. And then it's just like, what the fuck is that? But I'll, like, try and be more professional so I don't look like just a crazy person. I don't know. I kind of think that artists, I mean, I hope most artists appreciate. I feel like every interaction I've ever had with an, uh, an artist I really admire has just been me, like, <laughs> blathering. <Goshing>. Yeah, <laughs> totally being like, you don't understand how much I love you. I know, I will say, Cherry Glazer did give me a scoop when I talked to her. She was like, French people, not not too keen on, you know? Like that they, they don't, uh, right? You heard it here first. <laughs> tweet, tweet her about it, France. That's a hot a hot take. <laughs> hot take. Hot take <laughs> about Parisians. Well, specifically Parisians, she said, actually. Which I'm pretty sure other French people don't even like Parisians. But, uh, yeah, we were talking about how, like, people, like, 
show their appreciation for shows like around the world. And she was like, yeah, whenever I go to France, like people like like the music, but they just act like they don't. And so they'll just like sit there and like smoke cigarettes and then like, you know, like not dance and not move and just like really just be staring at me the entire time. And then at the end, when I'm done and I get off stage, they like take the cigarette out of their mouth, blow the smoke up and they're like, it was good. And then, like, fucking weave, and then immediately fucking weave, you know? I was laughing so hard, man. She was very funny. But, uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, Amanda Guest is BFF's only employee. Yeah, I was just on Rollover <laughs> Easy this morning talking about it, so it's oh, kind of funny. Nice. I'm still here, <laughs> still talking about being employee of the month. Employee of the month. Every month. From now until the end of time. I hope. Until the end of time. Yeah, dude. I mean, BFF is skyrocketing. 10K donations. I know. That was crazy. We're going to be hosting events in Oakland. Uh, We finally got the slave room up and running. Like, great. (laughs) 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 The bar? (laughs) What? I'm sorry. That was not. That was personal. That was for me. (laughs) But yeah, tell us, uh, how does it feel? How is it? Feels pretty good, man. How's your your baby is blooming? Yeah. yeah, I was actually just telling the guys this morning we're working on finishing a strategic plan, which will like guide the vision for the station for the next three to five years. And I like st- I was like getting really excited, thinking like, oh, look at all this like really cool stuff we're going to do. And then I was like, oh man, that's oh, I got to start working on this. And, <laughs> like, oh, and, shit. and then I was like, okay, calm down, calm down. It's a three to five year plan. You <laughs> don't have to do it all right now. Um, but I'm excited mostly because um, in the past, the only really, the only real way to get involved with BFF was by becoming a DJ. And mm. now more and more yeah. listeners and friends of the station are coming forward and saying like, we want to volunteer and do other stuff. But we haven't really had like any way for them to do that. So we'll be rolling out some new Ooh, programs so that people in the community can get involved, sick. even if they don't want to be a DJ. Little little community outreach, little volunteer coordination. Yeah, I there's like all it. sorts of cool stuff you could do here. I like it. Yeah, come. Hmm. Come. You could sing music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. We could. Um, we could use volunteers who could like help us match up bands with show opportunities. Ooh. So like pair them with like, um, you know, someone that wants to interview them or. Uh, or if someone just likes to like sit down once a month and like fill a bunch of envelopes, they can send out premiums for our fundraisers. Ooh. People Speaking can of fundraise themselves. I, w- I did see that Escort was going to be interviewed. Fucking amazing band, have to say. Great. I don't know. How did you do that? How did you get that? Uh, they contact us. What? I know. We're big pimping now. Sick. <laughs> Oh man, I was thinking. Do you know? Do you have any? Ooh, let's uh, do a little, little, little music area gossip. Okay. So, I noticed that normally bands will play at the rickshaw, you know, sell that place out, then go to the indie and sell that place out, you know. But I saw that Escort actually did it backwards, which was strange because I was at the independent show and that was sold out. That was a hard sellout. That was like. That place was packed. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that show sold out. I'm pretty confident that show sold out. It at least like maxed out the room compared comparative to what I've seen. It did better than the Killers guitarist band. I'm pretty sure. But why did she decide to go back to the rickshaw and not to like 
great American. Or well, I mean, there's a lot of talk right now about how uh, Golden Voice is kind of taking everything over. And so, mm. like, a lot of the venues beyond uh, the independent or rickshaw are owned by just a few corporations. So if you can't line something up with one of those venues, you have to stay independent and then your options are really limited. Interesting. Yeah, I think I read a little bit about this, about like how the music scene is getting a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When one person owns everything? Oh, like a conglomerate? Yeah, monopolized. Mon oh know? yeah, monopoly, yeah, you know, totally. Monopolized, yeah. That's sad. I really hope Spotify can come in here and save us. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're still sad because they saw homeless people on Market Street and it made them feel scared. Yeah, what the fuck? Come on, in the music industry. Meanwhile, like Bandcamp, like opened a whole venue in Oakland, like in the middle of downtown, like amateur hour. Mm -hmm. I'm curious. I mean, I'm really curious to see like. Because I do feel like a lot of these tech companies, these tech music companies are bound to start like trying to grasp at venues. I mean, they do have like preferential like ticket access and stuff to a lot of places, but I'm trying to see if they're like open up their own like Spotify venue, you know, Spotify like locale, like see all the artists that we try and fucking push on you every week. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think they're more focused on like the monetization of the, the streams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Like. Yeah, I think it's funny every year how Spotify does that like thing where at the end of the year they show show you like how many hours you listened and what yeah. you listened to, and people love. I love it. that shit, dude. But then I like fucking it's super shit. nefarious because they're collecting all that data on you and they're like using that to market to you. I mean, so I used to have like very negative. Okay, so like I used to have really negative views on like data use like that i will say i think like i should be compensated for it they should like they're making tons of money off of like my fucking because eventually they're gonna be able to be like okay this person grew up in like this background and like does these things so we know exactly what they like and like it'll get like super refined and like you know as a consumer i think i'm helping them with their business model like there should be some compensation there but i don't feel like because i feel like it's so hard for me personally to find new music that like, you know, like I'll listen to a band and like, you know, like you usually just give them a first impression, right? Like you'll listen to like a few songs. There's nothing there that really captures your attention. You're like, oh, like I'm done. Hmm. But like with like the use of that data, they could be like, oh, you listen to like the wrong songs. What we know is that like you like melodies that are more like this. So like, yeah, these are I mean, songs. unfortunately, I don't think any of the algorithms are that good. Yet. Yeah, they're not that good. Yeah. That's, like, but that's the end goal, right? I don't think it is because I don't think it mm. matters to them what you like. Mm. It just matters to them that you're listening to something. And you're, then they're getting the data. And they're getting the, yeah. So I don't think mm -hmm. they really care what you like re ultimately want to listen to. The other thing is like a system like Spotify is inherently flawed anyway because it doesn't have all the music. Mm -hmm. Like you're like, oh, there's a million songs on there. That's, not, that's amazing. That's like all the songs. But that's still like only a fraction of yeah. what's available see but i you know like i feel that me and a friend were talking about this that like what spotify does is like they're essentially managing like a small subsection of your music library like i used to download songs you know and i'd have like this gigabytes of data like all like hatched out onto my computer of like all the music of like all the albums all the discographies of everyone i loved and like everything 
and now you could just like hop on Spotify and I give them like five bucks and they kind of like they have most of what I want. There's some yeah. stuff they don't have. But yeah, I mean, I would say like I have I've you know like I use every music thing every, you know, <laughs> every basically music thing. Um, all the musics. I use all but I have like just recently realized more and more that if you really love something, you should purchase it and download it mm. because there's nothing stopping any service from taking stuff down. Like, did mm. you just hear about what happened at MySpace? No. So MySpace, like I'm doing air quotes, lost yeah. everything uploaded to MySpace prior to 2016. And so there's just like decades of music or i guess i guess it's like more like a decade but still um because <laughs> uh, i'm like it feels, like, feel. it feels like lo a lot longer but it was only like you know everything from like 2003 to 2016 no is just fucking gone. way so so my myspace is gone the fuck all your pictures yeah all your blogs yeah all your data is gone even the like little like banner sparkly banner shit yeah no more bling <laughs> no more, no more bling blingy <laughs> blingy blingy one <laughs> Oh, man. What? I didn't hear about this. What's going on? Oh, man. What's that? What was that other one that was always on MySpace? Oh, I can't even remember the name of this company. There's, like, a tech company in San Francisco that, like, got its start doing, like, stupid quizzes and, like, oh, Zynga? animated. No, not oh. Zynga. Or is, wait, Zynga is another service. Zynga is, like, Farmville. Yeah. But no, there was another company, I forget wh what it was called, but like they got their start making those like sparkly banners on MySpace. And then like one time I like met a guy that like was like a some sort of like vice president of development or something there. And he tried to like act, uh, he like, uh, he tried to like diss me basically. And I was like, um, you work for a company that got its start making <laughs> glitter <sparkly>. banners on <laughs> MySpace. Like, Shut him have right the all fuck the up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he starts sweating. He's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that is fucking hilarious. Um, you just got, you just got that to, but yeah, so, so everything, space. like all the, the stuff that was like all the content that was uploaded to MySpace prior to 19, uh, 2009, uh, 2016 is gone. And so that includes like all sorts of weird, like one-off shit and like rare Writing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But like, think of the bands that like uploaded like oh, rare yeah. demos and stuff. And That's like, so true. Sound team, which was like a fucking banger band in Austin. I only knew them through MySpace. I mean, luckily they ended up being transferred over to Spotify, which is really weird. Cause like, who the fuck is still listening to the sound team? Like nobody. It was weird. It's yeah. So well, nice. it's like, it takes someone that like either, uh, so like a real, uh, actually a really good example of this was like a month or so ago, I was on Andrew's show, <laughs> uh, big nothing. And we, he was doing for all of his shows in the nineties, he was doing, um, the episode would be about that year. So I co-hosted with him for episode 95. So we only played stuff from 1995. Oh yeah. And he picks the year and then does like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was, uh, I, uh, that's when I like first became a college radio DJ. So it's like, oh, I got tons of stuff. <laughs> and I was talking about this, um, band I used to love that someone had, um, had just like recorded the song onto a cart which is like almost like an eight track that was in like radio studios back in the day. I'm sure some still have them somewhere, but it was like a little four track cassette that you would like plug into a machine and it would just play like one song or like one <laughs> station ID or something like that. 
and someone had like dubbed this song onto this cart and it, I loved it, but it only existed in that one medium. And then like the cart broke and then it was like, well, oh. we don't have that song anymore. And so while I was talking about it, one of our other DJs was listening and he started like Googling and, and like looking around and he was like, oh yeah, no, that band was like an early project of this other band that was bigger and they put all of their archives on Bandcamp. And so I got reunited with that song. That's fucking sick. Years later. Show me what, what's the name of this band? Um, so the band was called Charles Brown Superstar. Charles Brown Superstar. Um, and I'm trying to remember what the name of the band. Just the bangers here. Um, Umpire. But yeah, it was like, oh, wow, this is a song that I can like, I know it in my mind, but I couldn't, um, I couldn't like, like I couldn't get, like listen to it. You know mm. what I mean? Like I remembered it in my brain. That's wow. the only place that it existed until like a few weeks ago. That's yeah. I've got to like imagine all the people who are in like all the people who were in bands like back in 2005 and three and five and shit. And like now have square ass jobs. And like every once in a while, I like to go back and look at their MySpace profile and see their music and be like, man, that was yeah, fucking I used to rocking. Be cool. Yeah, I was rocking. Like, you know, cause it, it's slowly like getting them to like, jump ship like to go back to that life you know yeah and then now it's gone yeah now, now it's like, gone they have to like put it somewhere else hopefully uh, or hope, they or won't they and it's it just gone yeah. forever like or please like, put it in google drive y'all uh <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff that's in the automation here at bff that is just stuff from my personal music collection that like when we were starting the station i was like oh this is a cool song i'm just gonna like throw throw this in and um a couple weeks ago i was listening uh and i just happened to hear like a bootleg that I made. Like I would go to shows and like just record like the music. Um, if it was like something that like I thought I might hear something that wouldn't be like available, I just mm. like bootleg record it uh, with this like little hand recorder I had. So I have like a recording of a band doing a cover of B the B-52s and I like recorded it with my hand recorder and then I turned it into an MP3 and I put it into the BFF automation. Fuck yeah. So it's just weird because it's like, yeah, here's this like strange cover from like 2009 that like they don't, the band doesn't even know that that was recorded. Like, oh, there's like some legal implications here, guys. You gotta, you gotta yeah. like settle down. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. But it's still just like, that's like the one thing that I always think about like when it comes to um, when it comes to like Spotify and those sort of services is that they don't include everything and I don't know I guess my point is community radio is the best because <laughs> uninstall Spotify <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck your premium account still <laughs> we should do we have an app no right not yet or we are latched on, we work with like another app. Uh, yeah, you can listen on TuneIn or you Tune can just in. like open the website. A lot of people just um, create like a shortcut on their screen, mm. on their like uh, desktop or what? what is this called? This uh, wallpaper? I don't their know. homepage? Y homepage. Yeah, homepage, I yeah. guess, on your phone. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then just <laughs> like. this desktop? I don't know. What is this thing? This, what is this laptop <laughs> in my hand? I what can't survive this? in this mobile world. <laughs> um, yeah, so the they'll just like put a, put a shortcut on, on their phone so they can just like open the web page because the website is mobile optimized. Yeah. So it looks really nice on your phone. It's Ooh. nicer than TuneIn. It's nicer than Plus, TuneIn. Plus, TuneIn puts an ad on 
the stream. Oh yeah, they do. I've been I listen to NPR and tune in sometimes. So. Yeah, we don't get anything from that. <laughs> right? What? Yeah, that's a little fucked. Now that I think about they're it, they're not lying in BFF's pockets because they're pretty much just have this service that is taking other people's work and like streaming it through, right? And then they just drop an ad on top of it. Yeah. And, just get and you can the pay time. them to take the ads off. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's the future. That's the future of making money. That's like, wow. There was this other, there's another radio app and they contacted me one time because they were like, oh, we're like thinking about doing more of a profit share model. And I was like, that sounds great. But of course, they they never did that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, like oh, oh no, this is just how our business It turns out we team. can keep all of the money. <laughs> People are like, want this attention? Okay, fuck y'all. Yeah. No, no profit share. Interesting. I w we should totally make our own. It's tough there. out there for community radio stations. <laughs> it's tough out there for a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, thank you so much, Amanda, for coming through. Yeah, thank thanks you for, for having creating me. Creating BFF, like, thank you for this. I like. If you told me two years ago that I was gonna move here and have like be doing radio and like be happy, I'd be like, "What the fuck is yeah, that?" Yeah. So, <laughs> we, this morning they were asking me about like, oh, like, what about doing this has surprised you? And I think one of the things that's that I guess like I guess I like knew. That you know, like if the if if I built like a cool community, like cool people mm. from all sorts of places would like want to be a part of it. So I knew that, but I also like you think <laughs> I know I'm cool enough to well, get cool people. Well, yeah. it's just like you think <laughs> about it in a really abstract way. So you're just like, oh yeah, you know, there's going to be the station and there's going to be different DJs that do different shows. But you don't, you can't ever anticipate like the emotional impact or just like the social mm. impact on your life of like opening yourself up to like mm -hmm. meeting so many different kinds of people and like especially since like my job is really to kind of like facilitate all of this happening so mm -hmm. like it's cool i don't know it's like a great yeah. way to like interact with people i mean it's like yeah it's i mean like there definitely is like family feel here you know like it's like a big you know, big, like, family event. Like, everyone's, like, come in, you see somebody else with the radio show, you're like, oh, what's up, dude? Oh, I'm doing, like, this thing on Friday. Like, oh, fuck yeah, free beer, I'll be there on Friday. Yeah. And then you, like, meet all these random people. I actually have started hanging out with this random dude that I met at, uh, I think it's the Cheetles? The Cheetles? On the, Friday? Yeah, oh, they're when they did the, their live the, stream? Yeah, they did their live stream yeah. party thing. Like, met this random guy there, and I was like, oh, you're fucking cool, let's go get some beers. And, like, now we hang out, like, pretty frequently, like, go to shows and shit. Like, yeah, that's that cool. Very, very strange, you know? Yeah, also just, like, I really uh, feel lucky that I've been able to engineer my life in such a way where now, like, my job is to, like, do this, and then part of that is getting to, like, pop on the radio and just talk about how I hate Spotify. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, corporate corporate Spotify. Although, you know, if you guys they're are gonna revoke to, my yeah, they're, 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 they're gonna take away our premium. I'm like, oh, it was like we're just radio. Like we're just talking shit. It's okay. You know, I love it. I love this. I love Spotify. I like it. It's it's not bad. Although I will say, I mean, they have a radio on Spotify. But if they could put BFF on there and you know get us some donations, or if they want to. Give us a million dollars. I mean, it's not like they're using it for anything. So. <laughs> yeah, seriously, more people yeah. should give us 
Yeah, everybody should. Just I've had take a taste of the good life now. <laughs> you got that one big donation. Yeah, and now like, I'm just now, like now you have a salary. And and now, yeah. you're, now you're getting like four dollars an hour, and you're like, wow. You're I like, can, how do I get more? <laughs> like a five. Like I can yeah. go out to dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I'm gonna. My goal is to try and get like another five figure. I want to get a like forty k salary. Thirty k. Uh, a donation for this place. That would be like another whole person. Yeah, I know, right? And then well, like another whole person that like has the like means to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to make minimum wage. <laughs> another whole person who like wants to live on minimum wage. Yeah, because I feel like that in and of itself is like, <laughs> like a we, privilege for sure. We only hire people who have rent control departments. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but you have to be living in rent control. Like, we can't make anyone suffer like this. But uh, yeah, no, I want to like try and help. Uh, you know, like, help get us some more people. I'm pretty excited for when this uh, thing gets put up, for when this soundboard gets put up. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is, like, behind-the-scenes, Chad. Behind-the-scenes. This is only for the niche. Yeah, this is for the real BFF heads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, BFF heads. Wow. Uh, but we're... Um, we're going to be, like, uh, formalizing some of the stuff at the station, like I station IDs and stuff. And so through that incredible donation that um, that Rome helped us get. It's your fucking boy. It's your fucking boy. We're gonna oh, I can't wait. That's got to be a sound That'll bite. be a sound bite, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's your fucking boy. Uh, so we're going to have an iPad in the studio that people can play any IDs or any sort of, like, interstitial stuff off of but then people can create their own soundboards for their shows Ooh, so so you could get into a custom soundboard with just your sound yeah you could just make a oh, you could have a pyre fuck, soundboard yeah, that is accessible sick. we should just use that ipad like who the fuck's ipad is that <laughs> yeah well we have the ipad we oh, just nice. have to we just need to get the software yeah, yeah so the biggest thing is figuring out where to mount it so we're still oh, trying to like find the right I don't know. Yeah, I actually noticed that there's a screen here. I was going to say, like, a second monitor would be sick, but then I was like, oh, fuck, there's been a second. We don't even need that one, so we'll probably move that and put an iPad somehow. Oh. Maybe we'll put the iPad on an arm so you can, like, move it or, like, pull it back. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Make this chair, like, uh, like John Luke Picard's chair in the Enterprise <laughs> so you can, like, lean back real good and, like, and, like pull touch on my shirt it. and then, like, <laughs> just type in all my stuff. That'd be pretty right sick. Here. Yeah, that, I would fucking, I would, I would just be here sometimes. <laughs> I would just like be sitting in here. Like this like, is what the future of BFF <laughs> is gonna be like. <laughs> the future is near. Like the room's all dark, you know? Like no they think like nobody's in there and I'm just like in here like on the path, like sitting down in the dark and like <laughs> look up when someone turns <laughs> on the light. Just look like a deer in the headlights. But yeah, big things are happening at BFF. Yeah. Your boy's gonna learn. I'm gonna take this fucking this mixer home, and then we're gonna learn to mix, and then you're gonna see me at Pops. You're gonna see my ass at Pops, yeah. for sure, for sure. Well, let's get back to the fucking tunes. Thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thank you for being our guest, guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that your real name, or is that yeah, your stage name? that's my real name. That's your real name? Yeah. I wanna see a British I just got, um, <laughs> so I just fl went to Portland on a trip, and I lost my license right before, so. And, like, I went and got a new license, but it did, didn't come in, in the Portland? mail. No, no, I oh. lost my license here, but all I had was, like, the fake, like, the paper temporary one. 
and I got out of San Francisco fine because I have like that cl- like clear where you just use your like thumb oh. to go through oh, TSA. Oh, you're one of those. I'm one of those people. You're fucking one of those. Wow, um, fascist. It's like, yeah, I'm like, I don't care. That's a, that's one of the places where I'm like, sure, take my identity. <laughs> yeah, whatever. This DNA real um, but I knew like uh, Portland Airport doesn't have that. So I'm like, going back is going to be a pain. So I got, uh, I had to do like the thorough search where like they like make you take everything out of your bag and they swab everything for explosives and they like, pe- like touch every part of your body to Kinky. like search it. Um, Did you have your gun on you? well there was a moment where like the weed is super cheap up there and like normally they wouldn't care but i was like "Ah, i'm actually gonna like not buy a bunch of weed and have it in my bag i never thought about that because you can't travel still with weed can you Uh, that's still a felony because you're traveling technically even though though both states are legal yeah like i guess like no one like tsa is not like actively looking for it but, like, you know, I don't want to, like, get into a situation yeah. where, like, I, you know, I'm not going to like tempt fate. Those TSA people are usually black. They definitely smoke weed. <laughs> they definitely, they're definitely I know someone that was a TSA agent, and he he's, like, they used to, he would he was, like, checking the checked bags, and they were supposed to, like, remove anything like that that they found. And he'd be, like, I'd find someone's, like, pipe and, like, a baggie, like, rolled up in a sock, and I'd just be, like, you do you, man. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to take your weed away. Yeah, like, it's like down. it's like shitty weed. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't need this fucking Mexican brick weed, dude. Like, um, settle down. Put it back. Uh, but anyway, when I was at TSA, like, getting pat down, uh, they were, like, asking me all these questions to try to, like, verify my identity. Um, but they were, like, trying to do it in, like, a casual way, which I thought was really interesting. <laughs> but at one point, one of the agents was like, uh, have you ever seen uh, Beauty and the Beast? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, what's your favorite song? from Beauty and the Beast. And what I, the fuck? And I just look at her and I go, you know what my favorite song is. Because <laughs> 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 she was trying to get me to talk about Be Our Guest. Oh, uh, wait, what? Because Be Our Guest. Oh, 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 okay. Because she was yeah, like testing me yeah. on my name. I see, I see. But I was like, I see what you're doing, lady. <laughs> you, know what my you know what my favorite song is. Oh, man, that's like really... That's like a really nuanced, <laughs> nuanced security check. I like it. Yeah. I like it. But, but yes, that is my real name. I can't wait until Facebook like can just give your information to TSA agents. They're like, what's your fucking security code? And like, oh, what were you doing like January 13th? And then I can be like, oh, was I blackout drunk in that picture? I'm you, sure. Yeah, you go to TSA <laughs> and they're like, did you actually attend that like anti-Trump <laughs> rally? Like, did you really go? Like, uh, uh. Yeah, you'd be like, I just said, I just clicked interesting. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say I was going. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like the scary future. <laughs> did you actually go to this rally? <laughs> <laughs> we have pictures. Oh, man. All right, y'all. Thank you, guys. For uh, listening in, we're gonna have more of uh, Amanda Guest on, hopefully, like every time she's here. Yeah, I'll pop in again. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, I want to start doing profiles on people. I've been saying it for like three months, but I w- next month, I swear to God, next month we will actually start doing profiles on people I know, one person each week, who will like dive into their musical taste and what they listen to when they were children. And like learn a little bit about them, maybe get them drunk. Hopefully, get them drunk, <laughs> you know, or secretly get them on streams or something. And then, like in the middle of the show, be like, <laughs> really go to jail, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you guys so 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 very much. I'm going to 
uh, figure out what my password is, and then <laughs> I'm going to put on, huh, maybe we should, I just love this Teenage Girl song by Terry Glazer. I really wanted to play one more time. But I feel like I've done that so many times today. So we'll do uh, Trainwreck by De La Soul. This is Pyre Radio.
Mystery. 
and life is wine. You feel the sweet breath of time. It's whispering its truth, not mine. There's no I in three
We are coming up on it. It's been a great show. It's been a great day. It's been a great series of centuries for the human race, but I think well, that's all she wrote. Not for the human race, though, just for uh, the show today. Uh-oh. Man, I feel kind of tired, but I haven't, really, I haven't really gotten in there. I haven't really done anything crazy lately. Ooh. Yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty cool week. Got to talk to Amanda. 
Um, got to uh, really uh, chat it up about the future of the station. want to say thank you guys for listening in. Another great way. I, I am going to try and have those profiles, um, but I really want to get this last song in before the end of the show because I really like it. So here's She Wants Revenge.